Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at NewBalance.com. Welcome into the Oana Enquirer podcast. Jeremy Warner flying solo here today. Uh, it is December 17th, Tuesday, just a day before the early signing period begins. I just wanted to give you a little thoughts, uh, some content leading in to the early signing period, talk about what it is, why it's important uh, for Illinois football, what they have coming in, uh, and what they could add on uh, the early signing period, uh, and just look ahead to what else they need in this class, what they could do in the transfer portal, and just give you some thoughts uh, on the process prospects that they're bringing in. I do have to fess up. Derek Piper and I uh, recorded a podcast after the old Dominion game. It did record, but when I went to go get it from my phone, it was not to be found. So uh, apologies to Derek for wasting his time. Apologies that I did not get you guys uh, the post-game podcast after Old Dominion. Uh, we basically covered it in the content on our site, but uh, for you podcast listeners, sorry, my bad on that one, but uh, technology got the best of this 32-year-old, I believe I'm 32. Yeah, turning 33 on February 1st. But yeah, okay, so the early signing period. This is new. This is the third year that uh, this is happening in college football. Coaches absolutely love it. Uh, at least the coaches not named Nick Saban, uh, Urban Myers no longer coaching. And really any of the coaches of the top 10 schools that can just poach people. And really for, for a school like Illinois, it means uh, less likely to poach the MAC schools. So I, I really think for the lower levels, uh, this is a, a good thing. But I think for Illinois, Lovey Smith is a huge proponent of this. Uh, he actually said that he wishes they would do an early signing period earlier in the year before these players uh, play their senior seasons. And that to me makes even more sense. Uh, Lovey's actually talked about that maybe they should be able to sign whenever they want when they commit, that they should be able to sign whenever they want uh, just so that they can make it official. Um, But that makes a lot of sense to me because it allows kids to go through their senior season without being recruited from hearing uh, from all these coaches. Uh, Because really this is only six weeks ahead of the regular signing period. So it would make sense for me to me to, to kind of do this a little bit earlier, but uh, this has turned into the signing day. So we used to have National Signing Day the first Wednesday of February, but this one has really turned into the National Signing Day. It's kind of been that way with college basketball. November is the early signing period. Now, a lot of the five-star prospects, and you know Adam Miller's doing this too, uh, are, are starting to wait and, until the end of the process just so they can see what happens with these college coaches, um, what happens if there's any change in the situation, um, which I think if you have that kind of leverage, go ahead and do it. But uh, the coaches usually have the leverage here, especially for the prospects that want to lock up their spot. Um, so right now, 75% last year of prospects, FBS prospects, decided to sign in December. That was up from about 65% the year before. So this really has become the signing day. And for Illinois, it's going to be another smaller class. Last year had about 15 signees. This year, 12. So the upper classes now are pretty big, and we'll see how they kind of balance that out in the long term. 
right now Illinois has 12 commitments. Uh, for if you if you love the rankings, uh, you're not going to love where Illinois sits. 67th in the country and last in the Big Ten. Now, how much do I put into that? A little bit because quantity matters a lot in, in those rankings. Um, if you want to go by quality, average star ranking, Illinois is 11th in the Big Ten. I will tell you that this class is solid, I think, for Illinois. I'll give you a little bit of grade here, but every kid in this class, every prospect Illinois has committed, has other Power 5 offers. And for those who've been following Illinois football for a long time, especially during the Tim Beckman era, it felt like maybe half the kids uh, had other Power 5 offers. They don't know was beating teams like Cincinnati or Toledo, uh, a lot of MAC schools for, for talent. And, and sometimes those kids can really work out, uh, but it's good when you're beating winning Power 5 battles, and Illinois is certainly doing that. Uh, and they have a chance to maybe flip some kids at the very end that are committed to other Power 5 schools that have had more success than Illinois recently. So uh, I think that's encouraging. But I think these rankings, especially in the Big Ten, show you just how good the Big Ten is recruiting right now, especially in the West. It has improved greatly in the West. Nebraska, obviously, is usually recruiting well, but Scott Frost is recruiting at another level right now. Jeff Brom has, has elevated Purdue greatly. Um, Northwestern is having one of its best recruiting classes after they won the Big Ten West. It's taken a year for them to kind of see the, the rewards of that, even after a bad season, besides the Illinois game, of course. But they are having one of their best classes they've ever had. Um, Minnesota obviously is recruiting well. They usually have large classes, so they rank a little higher. But they're eighth in the Big Ten right now, top 40 in the country. Uh, so you've just seen these West teams really take a leap. And then you see a school like Rutgers and Greg Schiano. He's only been there a couple of weeks, but uh, he's definitely elevated what they can do in recruiting. So if I had to grade this class for Illinois, and, and I'll grade it based on Illinois, not like overall Power 5 schools, but I would give this a C plus B minus so far. Um, I really like the depth they're adding in this class. As I said, all these are legit Power Five prospects. You know, James French he had speed. Reggie Love could have picked Wisconsin. He picks Illinois. Jaden Thompson, and we'll get more into him about why he's not signing right away. Um, he's a, he's a legit Power Five prospect, top 400 prospect in the country. That might not make an immediate impact because he's he's a, a skinny kid at this point. But down the line, he could be a, a top playmaker. And they've definitely added. Power five guys, the defensive line, the offensive line, uh, and they're improving the speed and athleticism across the board. But this class, you thought fourth year of Lovey Smith, he's gotten a much better recruiting staff. I, I think just an overall recruiters on the staff have improved. But you missed on your potential game changers, right? Last year, Illinois had a couple of game changers at the top. Marquez Beeson, sadly, we didn't get to see this year, but when we saw him for a week of practice, he led the team in interceptions. Uh, he was a definite Big Ten player, and I think he would have started right away for Illinois. That's a game changer, a top 100 prospect. Isaiah Williams was slowed by injuries as well. We didn't get to see him on the field. Obviously, there's a learning curve for him going from small schools in St. Louis to top schools in the Big Ten competing against them. But you saw in, even in camp just moments where Illinois doesn't have speed and athleticism like that, and he's got a strong arm and eventually could be a Big Ten quarterback uh, who, who's really dangerous in Rod Smith's offense. So guys like Mookie Cooper, A.J. Henning, that really Illinois had a chance at. Um, it's hard to win those battles, but Illinois had relationships, whether it was Mookie and all the guys at Trinity with Corey Patterson, A.J. Henning, um, you know, Rod Smith and Mike Bellamy had done a pretty good job recruiting there. He's got a relationship with guys like Jaden Thompson. His sister went to Illinois. 
Antonio Johnson's an in-state kid, and Illinois took some swings late, not able to get him. And then Antonio Doyle, uh, they had a real chance to land, it felt like, in November, early December. Uh, but Texas A&M swings that. So, I mean, these kids are going to Texas A&M, to Ohio State, to Michigan. But to get one or two of those kids in a class, that's the next level of recruiting for Illinois. There's no doubt Lovey Smith has elevated the talent. You can see it in the team talent rankings. Um, you know, Illinois has gone from 62, I believe it was, when you know, Bill Cubitt left and Lovey Smith came here to 37th. But most of those guys, most of those difference makers, those top 300 prospects are coming from transfers, which Illinois has done a great job of finding that, and especially multi-year transfers. But seven of the nine former top 300 prospects have come through the transfer market. So that's where Illinois had to get those kids. Um, in the future, that's the next step in recruiting is getting more Marquez Beesons and Isaiah Williams, guys like Mookie Cooper. So we'll see if a bowl game um, can, it can help them because usually it's about a year in, in advance, right? Like you, you get to a bowl game, you have a big season. It's usually the next recruiting class where that pays off because most of the work in this class has already been done by the time you make a bowl game. All right, when we come back, I'll talk a little bit about what to expect on signing day, what could happen. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. All right, news. Brett Barron's first reported this. I, I confirmed it with Jaden Thompson himself. Uh, the four-star wide receiver out of Naperville Central, one of the first commits in this class, will not sign on the early signing period. And from what I understand, this is a similar situation to Karan Taylor. Karan Taylor, if you remember, two years ago on the first early signing period, did not sign, and that raised questions of, of whether Karan would ultimately end up at Illinois. He did. Six weeks later, he uh, signed with Illinois, and I, I know everyone probably wants to know why. There, there are personal reasons here that, you know, for a high school kid, you don't want to uh, dive into everything that needs to be public. But Jaden himself told me all's good with Illinois. He said, don't worry, on Twitter. So every indication I've gotten is that Jaden Thompson will end up with Illinois, that he is all in on the Illini, that the Illini want him. There's just a little bit more work that needs to be done uh, for him to sign his letter of intent. So expect Jaden Thompson to be there, of course, it's still open. You always worry about that a little bit. Uh, but every indication is that Jaden Thompson will end up in Illini in February. Uh, Lovey will, won't speak on signing day. He'll speak on Thursday. Um, maybe they just want to see if, if anything else happens. They got practice on Wednesday as well. But he's not going to talk until 3 p.m. Thursday, so we won't get his thoughts until then. But there are a couple guys uh, to pay attention to, and it's all on the defensive line for the most part. 
Jaquari Wiggles and Jerzon Newton, two kids committed elsewhere. Jaquari Wiggles is a defensive lineman. He's going to project as a three technique at the next level, which is a defensive tackle that gets upfield. The Tommy Harris type, if you're a Bears fan in Lovey Smith's defense. Uh, but Jaquari Wiggles currently committed to Georgia Tech. But he announced last week that he's going to have a signing day ceremony where he's going to pick between Georgia Tech and Illinois. And Illinois seems to have the momentum here. They hosted him for an official visit uh, a couple weeks ago. He seemed to have a blast on there. And Georgia Tech's taken a couple defensive line commitments since then. So it seems like Illinois uh, is in a really, really good spot there at this point, I would expect Illinois. But how many defensive linemen will they take? Um, Wiggles, I really like his film. Reminds me of Jamal Woods, athletic, disruptive, uh, a little bit versatile uh, defensive line, but he's definitely quick. And I think of the defensive tackles Illinois has committed, if Wiggles committed, I think he might have the highest upside of those guys. But the guy I'm really high on is Maryland commit Jerzon Newton. I don't have as good of a read on this recruitment. I don't think anybody does at this point. But Illinois has done pretty well here. And I know Maryland's a little bit nervous uh, going into signing day. Plus, he visited Georgia Tech uh, over the weekend. So he's for a guy who said he's committed to Maryland and nothing's changed, uh, his official visits say otherwise. But turning on Drazon Newton's film, guys, I, I think he's underranked. Uh, he's right outside the top 1,000 in the composite rankings. I think he's got top 600, maybe even top 500 kind of potential. This season for his high school, Central Catholic down in Clearwater, 104 tackles, 29 tackles for loss, 16 sacks. I turn on that film and I see disruption. Oh, he is really quick, shoots out of the gates like a cannonball. Um, I, I think he can be really, really good. I think he'd be one of the best players in this, in this uh, class. So Newton is supposed to announce at 11 a.m. Central time on Wednesday. And it sounds like those three schools, Georgia Tech, Maryland, and Illinois, are in the mix. I've heard some positive buzz for Illinois uh, here recently. But um, before that, I kind of heard just where are they going here and taking Trayvon Riggins last week. Does that have an impact? Does Newton have an impact on Wiggles? Um, I'm not sure when Wiggles will announce his decision, but it'll be very interesting with Illinois. They have four uh, commitments on the defensive line already in this class, three defensive tackles or guys who project to play defensive tackle. Will they take two guys? Will they only take one of those guys or will they land one? I do expect them to land one of those guys. Um, you know, Wiggles they seem in a good position for, but I think Newton's the, the higher end talent there. So it'll be very interesting. So that, that's kind of the signing day drama uh, that is coming up for Illinois. When we come back, let's talk a little bit about the commits, though. The 12 guys who are committed. I'll give you some thoughts and some thoughts on some guys who might be a little underranked in this class. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
All right, the highlights of this class for Illinois football are all local kids. We talked about Thompson. I saw him up close twice this year, saw him play two really good teams, Hinsdale Central um, and East St. Louis. And East St. Louis is loaded, but Jaden Thompson uh, transferred from Chicago Maris to Naperville Central uh, for his senior year. And the first game I saw him playing with Sam Jackson, four-star quarterback who's committed to Minnesota in the class of 2021. Uh, you could tell Jaden had just arrived just a couple weeks prior. Didn't know a lot of the playbook. They weren't on the same page. And it seemed like they forced a little bit uh, to Jaden, or at least Sam did a little bit. So it, it wasn't on the same page. Uh, but you can see Jaden. I've seen him in, in camp settings as well. Long kid. Uh, he's 6'2", but he plays longer than that. He's got good speed. It's under about a 4'6", uh, which is good for the college level, and I think he'll only improve as he adds strength. Uh, but he's he's a long strider, great hand, great hands for the most part. He did drop some in the games that I saw, um, but he's he, he goes and attacks the ball in midair. Uh, he, he went over some East St. Louis defenders, and they got some good ones. Uh, made a Hail Mary catch. Uh, he's just got um, – a great catch radius. He just needs to add strength. So he's a very highly rated prospect, and I don't disagree with that. But he's about 165 pounds. And even talking to Jaden here recently, I asked him, what do you need to do to get ready for Illinois? And he said, I need to put some muscle on my bones. So he knows it, and I think that's a really good thing. I think he's a really highly intelligent football player. It runs great routes uh, for a high school kid. So he's played with Boom, the 7-on-7 the seven seven team, and I think that's really, really helped him. But you know, not a lot of Illinois kids buying in. He's the only Illinois in-state commitment here in this class, and that's definitely a concern for this staff. Uh, But Jaden's a really, really good prospect. Then, of course, you get two kids out of Trinity Catholic. That pipeline's been pretty good for Illinois. You know, they didn't get all the kids out out of Trinity Catholic. Uh, Missed on some offensive linemen, Ira Henry and Jalen St. John. But they did get, I, I think, the four highest ceiling guys out of there the last couple of years outside of Marcus Washington. So four of the top five, Isaiah Williams, Shimon Cooper. Now in this class, they had James Frenchie and Reggie Love. I'll tell you, if James Frenchie were on another team, that he would have put up monster stats in high school. But there are so many mouths to feed in that offense at Trinity Catholic the last couple of years. Uh, he did play a bigger role this year. Uh, I, the team wasn't as good, though. They had a young quarterback. Reggie Love was hurt most of the year with a foot injury, broken foot. Uh, so he didn't play a lot this year. Uh, but James Frenchie is, is at speed. He's not maybe the Mookie Cooper, A.J. Henning level. Uh, when I saw them at the opening, Frenchie was more around a 4-5-9 guy, while Mookie and, and A.J. Henning were under 4-5 with that laser time. But Illinois doesn't have a lot of speedy slot receivers, and James Frenchie can line up all over the field. And I'm really interested to see uh, how Rod Smith uses him, and he add him to Kyron Cumbie and some of these other kids that Illinois has. And the speed is just upgrade. So it might take him a while. He needs to add strength too. But uh, I like James Frenchie at the next level as a solid slot. Odd receiver and gives you some speed there. Reggie Love, um, you know, Wisconsin wanted him, which if Wisconsin wants a running back and Illinois lands him, I think that's a good thing. I know Rod told Reggie he reminds him a little bit of um, Reggie Corbin, actually. I think there's some Pierre Thomas in his game. Not the biggest dude, but tough, uh, can, can break some tackles. Maybe not the fastest straight line dude, uh, but he's, he can break away from people. Um, so we didn't get to see him as the workhorse this year because of that injury. Um, 
So that might be why he fell a little bit in the rankings, but I still think uh, he's a pretty good Big Ten running back that they've added. You look at the rest of the class, they, they got into Florida, which is a great sign. Kinoto, Kinoto Hudson, Austin Clark did a really good job there. Austin Clark has really worked the trail well, and they loaded up on defensive linemen. Flipping Cooper Davis from Mizzou, that's, a, that's a, what Iowa defensive end looks like. Um, so I, I think eventually he's going to be really good on the strong side. Trayvon Riggins, I, I think a kid that got ranked a little too high early and hasn't lived up to that. But he's just a good, solid defensive tackle in the middle, strong kid. I think can eventually play the nose, maybe some three technique. I like Quentin McCoy, defensive tackle. I think he's got a high upside. Had an Iowa State offer early in the process. And then you had Anthony Shipton, a, a Juco kid. They need somebody uh, to replace Jamal Moan and Tymeer Oliver. And Shipton really reminds me of Tymeer Oliver. So you add Shipton along with Calvin Avery, Jamal Woods, and then Deion Pate, who Riggins reminds me of. I think those guys can have a solid rotation. I still would like maybe one more defensive tackle and, and uh, maybe an immediate impact guy, and we could talk about that in a little bit. And uh, kudos to Bob McLean. You know, offensive line recruiting was really tough early on, missing on St. John. Marcus Harper commits to you, and boy, he's got a high ceiling. Then he decommits, and he commits to Oregon. But after all that happened, after St. John picked Mizzou, he lands three commitments from Power 5 kids uh, within the span of a couple weeks. Blaze Sparks is 6'7", 300 pounds. Uh, not the quickest feat. Reminds me of Adam and Solomon a little bit. But uh, he could be a mauler at guard. Pfeiffer Griffin, 6'6", 290. Really long prospect. Hard to find tackles. I think he can be a strong side tackle at the college level. And uh, a kid I really like is Kevin Tyler. Uh, reminds me a lot of Larry Boyd. Um, and I know it didn't work out for Larry here personally, but uh, Larry was a heck of a prospect. Kevin, 6'5", 295, a little raw, but boy, I, I think he's got the feet, um, size, physicality, strength that can, can turn into a really good player. And of course, you get LeVar Gardner, a, a linebacker out of Hutchison, Kansas, uh, a three-star Juco kid that He's got legit speed, um, under 4.5, and somebody confirmed that to me. LeVar said 4.38. Somebody did confirm to me that that was pretty legit. So uh, you had speed at linebacker, a kid who loves to hit, uh, maybe a, a speedier um, Stanley Green, speedier if that's a, if that's a word. Uh, but LeVar Gardner knows Stanley Green, uh, has, has practiced with him. I think that helps. But I think the guy who's most intriguing in this class is Greg Spann. The three-star quarterback out of Lakewood, St. Peter's, uh, St. Petersburg, Florida. Um, I think he's underranked. Now, I don't know if I'd put the four-star rating on him like some people have said. Does he have that upside, though? Absolutely. Um, his completion rate, and, and sometimes in high school, the completion rate, yeah, it's, it's pretty flawed. His receivers aren't very good. Uh, the, the play calling might not be as good at the high school level. But physical tools, man, Greg Spann has it. He reminds me a lot of A.J. Bush. And while A.J. Bush, some people don't have the fondest memories of, think about what he did in Rod Smith's offense. In really just a year, a month of practicing it, A.J. Bush comes in here uh, and just completely revitalized Illinois' offense, giving that running threat, and Greg Spann is an elite runner. Runs under a 4.640, has great speed in the open field. At 6.4, almost 200 pounds, can make people miss in the open field. And then he's going to be able to add the strength, I think, to, to run through people as well. So uh, he's got an arm, man. He's got a strong arm, and then he can really throw some touch on it. Uh, you see moments like it's not Juice Williams where he's just firing it in every time. Uh, he's got some touch where he can loft it uh, over some DBs and put it only where his wide receivers can get it. So you can see those flashes and 
well, I haven't seen every part of his film to see where the inaccuracy or that completion rate comes from. He's got the tools. Um, so if he if he becomes an accurate quarterback, you know, he's about a 45% guy in high school. Um, I, I think he's got a lot to work with. And you got him, Isaiah Williams, Matt Robinson, Karan Taylor, and eventually Samari Collier. I think that's a great competition to have after Brandon Peters graduates. And uh, I think Craig Spann's got a really, really high ceiling at quarterback. All right, when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about what's next. And I asked you guys for some listener questions. Uh, I asked them pretty quick, so there's only a couple I got. And I'll, we'll look at Twitter here in a moment to see what you guys got. But uh, we'll do that next on the Atlanta Enquirer podcast. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all right what could illinois add after this um i do think db is where they have to add some depth there now they have a lot of youth they have a lot of bodies uh, a defensive back, but I, I think safety, they can use uh, another prospect to develop. Cornerback, you feel pretty good, but Nate Hobbs is, and Tony Adams are going to graduate after the 2020 season, so you'd like to fight ahead and make sure you add more depth there. They have looked at, at uh, four-star defensive back, Juco kid, um, Art Green, who's a St. Louis native. Illinois really wanted him early, and Tennessee recently dropped him. Uh, Illinois has been recruiting him the last couple of weeks uh, before he even announced he was uh, dropped by Tennessee. So that would be great to add him to safety along with Sidney Brown. Um, Quan Martin can compete for that job as well. Uh, but Art has the physicality, length, athleticism Illinois really likes. Had about what, a handful of interceptions as a, ju- as a freshman uh, at junior college. Uh, I think they could also use a, a, a prep DB. They've looked at Damon Hill, a three-star Florida defensive back. Kenoto Hudson recently offered. So maybe that's a guy late in the process. And uh, we'll, we'll see if Illinois has any surprises on signing day. But th- that would probably be the main position uh, that you'd want to add maybe a Juco or a prep guy to. But I do think Illinois is going to be very active in the transfer portal. And I think defensive line has got to be the go-to there. I think they need another pass rusher. Um, Isaiah Gay, Owen Carney are seniors. 
uh, and we just haven't seen it all click for them. Saw some moments this year where it's like, okay, maybe they're getting better. But somebody outside of Oluwole Batiku that can give you give you some pass rush. Uh, Batiku slowed as the season went along, had that injury. But I think we can count on Batiku to be a, a Big Ten starter. You just need some more pass rush. We saw how much time opposing quarterbacks had in that pocket, uh, and it just made life difficult for the defensive backs. And uh, for the most part, I think the defensive backs handled it pretty well and forced some turnovers. But got to get more pass rush up front. And I just don't think Keith Randolph, Seth Coleman, Illinois should be counting on them quite yet, or, or they should count on Isaiah Gay and Owen Carney because they, we haven't seen it quite from them. I think they would, should add one more defensive tackle, and there's some intriguing names. I, I, I did a uh, probing the portal story for our VIP members. You can dive into that. A couple kids from Stanford who are really interesting. But uh, Jamal Milan was one of your defensive MVPs this year, and he's going to be very tough to replace, even with Anthony Shipton coming in. You know, Jamal Woods had, has had injury issues. Calvin Avery, we see flashes out of him, and he definitely improved this year. But can he put it all together where you can rely on him? I'm not sure he's quite there yet. And, and Deion Pate, I think, is more of a rotational uh, solid guy there, kind of like Kenyon Jackson, maybe a little bit better. But I think that that's kind of what you're looking at with him. So I, I do think a defensive tackle they should add. And and I would look at offensive line. I, I know Illinois didn't go and get Johari Branch, the Juco from Chicago. I know I was pounding the table for him after seeing him in camp this summer. He ends up in Maryland. Purdue offered him as well. I would have liked him. I, I think it just gives you a little bit of depth for now and in the future. Uh, offensive tackle, I, I, I think you got a lot of questions there besides your top two of Vidarian Lowe and Alex Pocheski. Who's going to be after them? Um, plus, who, who plays there? Is it Jake Cerny if somebody gets hurt? And plus, Cerny's only here for another year. So uh, offensive line depth is still a concern for this team. Um, we, we've seen it this year with, you know, they've been able to be very healthy. Doug Kramer got hurt at the end of the year with a, looked like a pretty severe injury. They've gotten lucky for the most part, but uh, I don't think they can count on that. And I'd still be looking for another wide receiver. You know, Joshi Matorbebe, Trayvon Sidney, Ricky Smalling, I think they're all legit Big Ten players. I think a lot of fans saw late in the year how much Ricky Smalling can actually mean to you. Um, he's a good player, and you missed him late in the season, and you missed him midseason. I know you went on your, uh, your winning streak without him, but they really could have used him. Trayvon Sidney in the slot, you know, Donnie Navarro stepped up there, gave you some production. Uh, but Trayvon's coming off a serious injury. Ricky Smalling's coming off a serious injury. You know, Josh Mantor Bebe got banged up late in the year. And you just need more. You know, Casey Washington, I'm high on. Dale Von Campbell eventually can make an impact. But I think you need another playmaker. Rod Smith's offense really needs some speed. And, and another guy downfield who can really help Josh Mantor Bebe. Plus, Smalling, Sidney, Mantor Bebe, all gone after 2020. So you want somebody that can rely on going into 2021. All right, we'll get to some of your questions here. I just asked some on Twitter uh, about what you guys have questions for uh, going into early signing period, um, which is a big time for Illinois football as they're trying to lock up uh, and, and just keep improving their roster. My boy Trevor Voice, why do people still use fax machines? I'll hang up and listen for your answer. Uh, a lot of people are using PDFs now. A lot more are. I, I think the fax still gets all the pub, but a lot of people are starting to send those in PDF. I forgot. I think I may be mistaken. I might be remembering this wrong, but I think so, somebody from Illinois said most of them are coming in on PDF. Tate asks, any surprise signings tomorrow? If so, who? I'm not picking on you, Tate, but it wouldn't be a surprise signing if I knew who it was. Right? 
So I don't know. Could there be one? Could it be Art Green or Damon Hill at defensive back? Maybe. Um, but Sidney Brown came out of nowhere. No one really knew um, that Illinois was recruiting him besides people at Illinois. And Sidney really wanted it quiet. He's kind of the rare kid who didn't buy into all of this stuff. Uh, Nick Walker was a little late in the process. So I guess that was a little bit of a surprise. But um, no, I don't know if there's any surprises. Otherwise, it wouldn't be as big of a surprise. Matt asks, whatever happened to the buzz around Manny Netherly? Yeah, the LSU transfer sounded like uh, he, visit, he visited campus and uh, sounded like he might have wanted to be here. But I, I don't know if Illinois decided to move on or didn't want to lock up that scholarship yet. But he's still on the market. So it's not just Illinois that hasn't gone for him quite yet. Lewis asks, how many defensive linemen are they looking to bring in? Well, they are losing five guys from last year's roster. So Jamal Milan, Tymir Oliver, Kenyon Jackson, Ayosha Banyo, who decided to graduate. Um, well, he graduated, and he's decided to move on. I know Isaac Trotter's going to have a story on that. I, I don't think Io delved too much into why, but he said it was personal reasons. Uh, and then, of course, Lorraine Oladipo. So that's five guys who were really in the rotation. Um, Ray was before, you know, he was suspended, obviously. So they need five defensive linemen. They have the spots for it. And I think if they could get the right ones, they get six. So they have four right now. I think they'll definitely take a fifth, whether it's Wiggles or Newton. Now, would they take both those guys? I'm not sure. Um, I'd take at least one of them. And then, again, I would look in the transfer portal for another one. Lewis also asked, are there any guys making decisions tomorrow that we should be paying attention to? Yeah, covered that with Wiggles and Newton. Uh, Taylor asked, if any of the big targets that are currently committed to other programs don't sign, who do we have a chance to flip them, and if so, who? Yeah, I think the, the best chance you had to flip somebody at the end of the process was Antonio Johnson. You know, um, And he's committed to Texas A&M, took an official visit. He considered visiting here uh, during this last month. But Texas A&M got their hooks into him and, and held on to his commitment. You know, Mookie Cooper, all along after he committed, seemed to Ohio State that he wasn't going to budge from that. There was some buzz with A.J. Henning, but that never really uh, took off. He visited campus with his family. And A.J. really liked Illinois, but uh, he, he just got Michigan offer, and, and Michigan's a big-time program. Ty asks, will Lovey ever get a top-eight Big Ten recruiting class? If he would have had 2023 20, um, you know, commitments last year, I think that class would have been top eight. Um, it was top eight or nine, I believe, in average star rating. I think it was top seven or eight in average star rating. So if they would have added more quantity, then I think it would have been a top eight class. But I'll say yes. I, I think next year is going to be a big class for Illinois. But I got to say again, the doubt I would have about that is that um, the rest of the Big Ten is recruiting really well. So with all the comparisons, like it's it's all worth it because the Big Ten has upped its game in recruiting. And I think, what, 10 of the top 40 classes at this point are all Big Ten. So uh, whether it's Big Ten basketball being so deep or Big Ten football being deep, uh, the Big Ten, with all its resources, uh, is doing really, really well. And uh, Chicken Wrangler asks, why do you think Thompson is waiting? He's got a few more things to take care of. Um, it's a lot like Karan Taylor. Uh, I don't have any reason to worry about Jaden Thompson at this point, based upon what he said and based upon what I've heard so far. All right, that'll do it. Thank you for all the questions. Thank you for the interest. Uh, We're going to have so much for you on the website for early signing period. So if you aren't a subscriber yet, you're going to miss on all my signing day superlatives. I break down all all the class, but my signing day spotlights as well 
break down each recruit. I have them already in the system. Um, I make player comps. I give you an in-depth scouting report, and I give you what their potential impact could be for Illinois short and long term. So I think it's definitely worth it for signing day. Try it out. You get $1 for your first month. If you don't like it you, and it's not worth it to you, which I don't think you'll think that, uh, then you can uh, cancel uh, within seven days and get your money back. But uh, it's a great time to sign up now. we got all the signing day coverage. Derek Piper's got Mizzou covered. He's going to have a basketball recruiting lounge coming up as well. And soon on this podcast, I think we're going to record it this week, Isaac Trotter and I are going to do an on-air exit interview. So Isaac leaving me, he's going to go row the boat up in Minnesota. Not quite, not quite. He's going to Rochester. So not quite as North as Minneapolis, but uh, I'm, I'm really happy for Isaac getting a gig up in Minnesota at a daily newspaper, which is investing and hiring people. I'm really happy about that for Isaac. He's worked his butt off for the last two years now for me. It's amazing. It's gone by quick. Uh, but Isaac and I will talk about his time here, what he learned, uh, and what he's going to do up in Minnesota and what he thinks about his career path moving forward. I'm really excited for him and his fiance moving on with their life, kind of like Dre Brown. You know, he and uh, Lindsey Brown moving on with their lives. Isaac Trotter, got to let these guys fly uh, every once in a while. Oh, we also got a bowl game coming up, guys, and uh, heading out there. Not, not very 10 days. Heading out on my flight to uh, California. So looking forward to that. So that's my pitch. If you don't subscribe to the site, give us a try. You're really going to like it. I guarantee it. If not, just keep listening to the podcast. We appreciate you if you just do that as well. Subscribe to us. Rate us, review us, wherever you get your podcast. We'll talk to you next time on the Illini Enquirer podcast. Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the space Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.